Some people don't want you to say this. Some people don't want you to say that. Some people think if you mention some things, they might happen. Some people are really fucking stupid. <laughs> Did you ever notice that? How many really stupid people you run into during the day? God damn, there's a lot of stupid bastards walking around. It is now time to explain to people just what's wrong with me. This is Marie Humphreys, Strong Body, Strong Soul, Origin Show. Check her out. Thank you for this wonderful message. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon or good evening, whenever you happen to be getting this message. I am Maria. I'm the host of the Strong Body, Strong Soul podcast here on Anchor. It can be found, of course, everywhere, as you plainly know. I just saw your post in the Anchor FM Facebook group, and I just thought I would call in and say hi. Messages, they're so rare nowadays. It's harder to find shows that you like here on Anchor, so I really rely on those Facebook groups. I loved your post this morning. Absolutely. I think that it is possible. It is essential that we support each other, whether we jive with the content or not, encouraging each other, helping each other grow, learning from each other, listening, and aspiring to be better. Thank you for leaving that message. I heard the message and I said, Who's this? I don't remember talking to anybody named Maria or your episode. And then I'm like, Wow. What you said was just wow. It was amazing. And now I'm like... How much of this can I take? You know, and I mean this in a in a way where I, it's hard to explain. Like, am I able to do this all by myself? Because there's a lot of people showing me support or wanting to be heard. And I think it's amazing. Just like what you said. And I know I can do it. But at the same time, I was doubting myself. And then I heard a message like that. And then I'm like, you know what? It's really not that hard. And then I seen how long you've been podcasting. Which which just 
blew me right out of the water. I'm, I'm thinking maybe that she's new or whatever. And you've been doing this for a while. So, I really am going to probably listen to your podcast because this is right up my alley. This is what I need. I need people to understand that some of the stuff that you talk about on some of your show on the topics because I did a quick stroll and I scrolled down and I listened and I was like this is what I've been looking for so like I said I uh I believe in karma and uh, I think I just got a little bit of a taste of that and just as I was doubting myself last night right before I went to bed and did like a horrible show I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to be able to be able to keep up with this pace and here you are this morning hitting me up with that message all because of a post in Facebook group so I wish you nothing but the best and I cannot wait to um really get to know you better through your podcast and see where it goes from there so thank you once again maria humphreys a good lesson continuing these shows on netflix for example have you seen the show 13 reasons why The first season was incredible. It opened up my eyes to what the kids are going through today in today's world. It was tremendously well done, directed, written. It was beautiful. 13 Reasons Why, Season (sighs) 4. So now, like, you're going to go on this whole journey. I didn't even know they made four seasons, honestly. And not to spoil anything about the show, but I mean, why why not just make it, you know, 13 seasons of why? I mean, it looks like it's never ending. So I watched it just to see what the second episode and third or second season and third season was about i'm not going to ruin it but anyway that's a good show um uh, any parent out there have kids that are um i guess 13 or older i I would really uh recommend you watch a little bit just to give you a heads up so this is a spoiler not really but just a little bit it's about drugs and um bullying bullying uh there's rape and um just kids making stupid ass mistakes kids being kids so i don't know how old is a good age for that but you can never be too young to learn but i mean come on there's a limit and they do talk about that which i recommend that show going on to the next good lesson You want a life lesson. Well, stop being so fucking stupid. That's it. 
Just stop being stupid. I'm talking about the people out there who are doing stupid shit. And I mean the dumb fucking moronic shit that you do. And don't get me wrong. Um, I'm going to say something I've probably never really said on podcasting. And, you know, because I don't really like to talk about religion and um, politics. A lot of people know this, but... There's people in prison who were in there for life. I was watching a documentary on this, and I knew about what they go through because I've seen this enough. You know, I I didn't spend, well, it's not true. I spent like four days in like a jail, not prison, a jail, one year in juvie. But I understand that feeling of not being free or something of that nature but these guys been in there for a long time for crimes they committed like let's say they were 16 years old they did something stupid or 18 whatever the age is they do something stupid and they're in there for life they've learned so much they had so much growth some of these guys are on death row and they're just so accepting of what their punishment is and I'm not sitting there making excuses up for them, but when, when does, this is hard to talk about, but when does a, um, person deserve a second chance? Now I'm not talking about everybody in there. There's some guys in there that will absolutely 100% agree with this and say, I deserve to be in jail. I deserve to be on death row. I deserve a life sentence for whatever crime they committed. Okay. When, like I said, this this hits home not because um, I have anybody who's been in prison except my sister who passed. She did five years. Nothing major, just drug bullshit. So, and you know, she paid the ultimate price with her life. And, um, so, um, you know, I, I know I talked a little bit about my niece and by the way, I didn't really get too deep into that, you know, um, but, um, I'm trying to look at the lesson there is there's kids and this is why I don't get into God and religion because I don't believe in the God that people mostly believe in like Catholic or anybody. Because I can't see how somebody can go out there, rape a kid, okay, get away with it and live, or just something so horrific, you know, and I believe they'll get what's coming to them. And then you got somebody like my niece who passed for what? You have a better chance of hitting the lottery and get struck by lightning in the same day than getting pulmonary hypertension. What was the reason for that? You know, a lot of people bang their heads against the wall. A lot of philosophers talk about this. You know, the reason why. I don't have the answer. I can only tell you, and for the kids that go through it, you are the real heroes. You know, doctors, EMTs, people like that. They are, they are heroes. There, there are heroes in real life, but those kids that deal with what they deal with and have a strong mind and a strong soul, 
there's nobody who is stronger will mind over body over soul over everything i have no words for this and then it comes back into being an adult people who's done stupid shit and maybe they spent 30 years of their life in prison because of something they've done robbery uh, I couldn't believe some of the things these people were in jail for, for the, you know, or prison, I should say, for the rest of their life. I mean, um, one guy was armed robbery, didn't kill anybody, but he had to spend like 40 or 50 years. And, I mean, come on, really? Um, what do you think that guy was probably... <laughs> This is gonna, this is why I don't like talking about it, but here we go. Uh, I gotta be honest. What do you think that guy was robbing somebody for? You think either A, he was that nice guy where, oh, he was just trying to put food on the table for his kids? No. No, that wasn't it. It was drugs. Oh, that's his fault. He was on drugs. Well, in a way, fuck you. That's bullshit. And I'm not saying what he did and it is right, but what I'm saying is, this fucking country, this world is so backwards ass ran that who, how do you think the drugs get in the country? What do you think they just magically appear in your dealer's hand? Yeah, it's probably all bullshit. What the hell am I talking about? Anyway, if I'm not doing a podcast next week, it's probably because I'm buried in some kind of drum, oil drum or something. Um, and, uh, I'm not saying they're bad people. Maybe they're good people. Maybe I have a listener out there who's like a drug cartel. And he's just like, ah, oh, that Jimmy James saw coming on. He good. He good. Oh, he fucking mentioned to me now. Oh, motherfucker. I don't know how they talk, actually. I should have died. I know a better oppression. But I actually kind of wet myself when I was like, oh, my God, did I just say all that? And I'm going to publish it. I'm fucking crazy. Number three. I'm such a fucking retard. Oh, my God. Honestly, I'm not, I don't know anything about that shit. I only learned all that shit off of TV and what, you know, people risk their lives like reporters and journalists to try to go change the world. But what the fuck do I know? I'm just a stupid ass with a mic in front of them. Anyway, number three. People and where does trash go? Where does your trash go? And this is funny. I wrote this down yesterday and I was... Uh, watching YouTube today while I was doing my daily morning routines. I got up at six today for some reason. I was like in a comatose state and I'm like, why am I getting up? What am I doing? You know? So anyway, it's too early. I get up, put on YouTube and I was watching Chappelle or somebody. It, fuck was it? It was Chappelle or Carl, one of them, because usually they're like one of the two that I always watch. And they were talking about trash and like, uh, where does it go? Oh yeah, it's Carl. And he goes, well, I recycle. I don't pollute. Well, yeah, you do. You throw your trash out. And I've talked about this in recent shows, so I'm not going to get too much into it. But I really do think in the future, maybe 50 years, we're going to have a big fucking slingshot. I, can you just picture this? And it, or, or a rocket or some sort. And it's just going to, I don't know. It, we're just going to sling, the rocket would be like slingshot, but not like your ordinary slingshot. Like you pull back and let it loose. Like it would be rocket, like 
I'm trying to think of the word, propulsion, propulsionated, whatever the fuck it is, I'm not a scientist, I'm a madman, where the rockets were, whatever the fuck, and the rockets, red clip, anyway, so the fucking trash would just be shot in the space, that's uh, my only solution, or we can just keep burying it and throw it in the ocean, and hopefully it won't bother us this generation. Got a guy probably with a pen and paper like, yeah, we got about, uh, let's see, uh, we got about, about 13 years before, um, we start to really notice, uh, ozone layer, but yeah, that's still a, uh, big problem. We'll just keep it as a mystery and let people forget about it. We gotta stop having these celebrities get on Netflix and Amazon and doing documentary about the Earth and how it's fucking the planet up. Uh, that would be helpful. Uh, anyway, I got a design here for a slingshot uh, in this space. I heard it on this podcast, weirdly enough. Anyway, getting on, moving on. YouTube, over 1,500 channels on what? to watch well if i had something to watch i wouldn't be on this channel okay so let me explain that youtube oh i want to know how to make a podcast i want to know how to do this i want to know how to do that i want to know how to do this you go on youtube you, you say uh youtube you know whatever you'll, you'll say um how to start a podcast how to make money this was actually just brought up today in one of the anchor groups. So if you're hearing this, this is for you too. I want to know how to make money on a podcast. Blah, blah, blah. You get about, I don't know, 1,300 channels to tell you how to do it on YouTube. Okay? 1,500 channels, what I have written down. I, I was estimating, ballparking, 1,500. You can um seriously go ahead and do the real facts on this and go see how many channels there is for doing something doesn't matter it doesn't have to be podcast podcast it could be um bicycle riding <laughs> how to build a ramp how to how to make your own coffee how to how to this how to that how to this how to be more better at life how to breathe right how to think straight how to get through your day without being angry how to get through your day with Tourette's, ADHD, and where you'll be five years, one year from now. There's so many of these shows on, okay? Well, the reason I wrote this down, YouTube, over 1,500 channels on what to watch. Well, if I had something to watch, I wouldn't be on this channel. But why? That was my question. Short attention spans. That's the answer. That wraps all that shit up. Short attention spans. What happens when you go on YouTube? 90% of you will go on YouTube for one thing. And when you leave 17 hours later, you'll be like, uh, the fuck did I get on here for? And, uh, that's my bit on YouTube and how it, you just, everybody goes down the hall. So where I was going with this is if you want to learn how to do something, Wikipedia, encyclopedia, pick up a fucking book. If you don't know how to read good like me, you've guys heard me try to read shit. I might be able to, I would have to do some practice, like, 
For in, for instance, today's weather's forecast is going to be 39 degrees. High, low is going to be 29 degrees. Make sure you're wearing a jacket out there. It's going to be chilly. Something like that. You know what I mean? But in that tone. The fuck was I going with this? Be right back with number five, six, seven, and eight life lessons. And then I can get the hell off of this and back on the something that matters. Jimmy James saying, stay right there. And here we go. What's up? So, um, I haven't touched any podcasting in almost a day. Um, wow. Maria Humphreys, huge honor to be, um, mentioned by you and also to have a show <laughs> that you did named um after me the name of the show well the name of her show was strong body strong soul it's amazing but then she hit me out of the blue with holiday bonus with jimmy james all because i left her two messages and uh she touches on a lot of stuff that you know that I, I've talked about and I still want to get to. The real cool part about all this, it's from a woman's perspective. So you're getting it from that perspective. Now, uh, you know, last night I messed around and I put, you know, this is not a good lesson for like one of my shows. And I just want to show people like not a good lesson because the start of us and life lessons part one that I was supposed to do that today for tomorrow, Wednesday. And then I just was like, you know what? I'm going to go off the wall batshit crazy because that's what helps me. And I kind of got into that a little bit. But then today was another avalanche of thank yous and, um, you know, just just nothing but good vibes and um i'm just taking these couple of minutes to say i've said thank you so much i think um i'm gonna have to invent a new word uh because i've said it so much um just to give you guys an idea i like to do a lot of wordplay and stuff so like audio lab i text the speech because i can't rap so sometimes me doing that for like poems before there was any digital stuff I used to write it down on a uh, pen and paper that's the stuff that you guys probably see for young probably collecting dust somewhere but uh yeah anyway getting a little off topic there i mean i i love writing poems down i've um, added a couple of them in they're something that's personal to me but then i started writing more about like what's going on in today's world and i try to do that with dear to you letter it's tough because i have to rap every goddamn thing and rhyme every goddamn thing and i'm not an artist like that and as you heard on this show you heard dax like he just dropped a new uh single uh 
that dude's inspi- he's he's inspiring um and i talked about him a little bit before but dax that's dax uh, he, he um you know a lot of people on youtube like you'll say something mention or comment or whatever and half of them don't like it he like you know you could heart things on youtube so that means like he has to be I'm I'm hoping he's in charge of that. So that's the one thing I wanted to get into. Like people like that, and like uh, people like who's been podcasting for a while, like Maria, Maria Humphreys, um, with her show, Strong Body, Strong Soul. Okay, and she is um just amazing at what she does and (laughs) i remember i went on spotify on xbox and i had to scroll down to the bottom like let me go to her first episode that probably took like five minutes well two minutes to scroll all the way down because she's done so many episodes now some are like an hour long some are 11 minutes 13 minutes i'm just looking random ones here like 19 minutes 20 minutes like it, it doesn't matter your episode could be X amount of minutes. It could be five hours long. You could cut it up in parts. Um, you know, some people do different art, you know, for each of their episodes. You see me, if you go to any of my shows, I do different art forms of the show. Like, uh, for the death theory, which I'm still working on, it's such a pain in the ass to work on especially with all this going on but people you could do that and then you get i'm in the mix right now so like to to juggle this all into one spot and tell you guys what i'm going through which is not a bad thing it's just there's so many people podcasters who want to say hey what's up talk or just really just, hey, I have a show, and they want to be heard. And uh, Marie, Marie kind of got on to that. Uh, she kind of she kind of hit the uh, nail on the head with that uh, on that last little bonus uh, thing she put in there, which I thought was amazing. You know, um, I've done other podcasts, like with Suede and stuff, and I've had my name mentioned on this would be the third show, but holiday bonus with Jimmy James. I thought it was funny and I love her accent, by the way. Uh, awesome accent. Cause I was, had my headphones on as I'm writing stuff down for like ideas. And I was listening to her episodes. I'm up to like six or seven or eight. I don't, I don't know where I am yet. I would have to scroll down. Um, and then there's other people's episodes. episodes that um just came out and i haven't gotten a chance to get around to plus i was talking to somebody about um you know something more serious um about mental i'm sorry not mental um that's that's me i'm the mental one uh some physical illnesses that they're dealing with and my heart went right out to them you know, because usually when you get this, by this is just a side note, you get a lot of this where people will hit you up and then they'll say, hey, I'm from a poor country, yada, 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 can you send me money? And that's not what this was about at all. Um, 
So, and I'm not going to say this person's name. It's not about that. But um, it's about somebody, a stranger, just opening up to me um, that, you know, and then to apologize and say sorry, you know, for crying on your shoulder or telling you this. You don't have to be sorry. I mean... I might not know you intimately or you might not be immediate family, but we're all connected. And that's the part where I don't really joke around with. So, you know, I, I know there's a lot more I want to get in. It's just there's so much in front of me that I want to talk about and really get into these. This is a life lesson or this is a good lesson compared to my last night rant and raving. So, if I haven't got to, I'm sorry, but eventually I will. I, I, I'm, I'm sure I will. I'm looking to do two things. Uh, well, three things: becoming, becoming a guest, also having a guest, and doing a little bit of live stuff. And the the only place that I like so far is Castbox. I tried Twitter, but I'm not really big on that just right now. I like CastBox because I've already done two of them. And I don't know if I want to have the option where people can phone in and talk to me. Because if that happens, then I'll start to lose attention to the people that might be asking questions. I'm going to be really getting into this because there's a lot of stuff that I haven't even gotten to yet. Oh, helicopter flying by. So... That's going to be a lot for next year. And for that person who is struggling with that physical illness, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, well, I wish you nothing but the best and all that. Words can only take, words can only take it so far. I think you know personally deep down that I am feeling for you. I can't, I cannot even begin, not even to begin to understand the pain you're going through. I did tell you, though, I went through it with family members. So I understand what that scenario or what that, uh, what your life might be like right now, but you know, as far as the sickness or whatever else that you're feeling, um, I'm sorry, but I, I can't express it with words. And instead of saying, I wish you the best, which, you know, obviously I think a lot of people just do automatically. I'm going to say, get your ass better mentally. In your soul, you got to feel it. Fight, 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 no matter what. And uh, after this, I'll tell you something that I never told anybody before. So coming up will be the story. I might have mentioned it, but I don't think I told the whole thing. And um, just fight. Fight and don't give up. And right now, this is Jimmy James saying, stick right there, I'll be right back to give you a story and a real life lesson. Mm -hmm.
Okay, so sharing my story, I had a niece who passed away at six years old. She passed away at pulmonary hypertension. Come to think about it, I did talk about this before. She went through pain that I don't think a grown man or grown woman, it doesn't matter. I mean, just testosterone-wise, as a grown man, would be bitching and moaning compared to a six-year-old little girl who went through the pain she did. And pulmonary hypertension, if you don't know what that is, that is when your lungs and your heart grow too big for, like, I guess your age. I'm not an expert on expert on it, but... Uh, Ultimately, she had to have not one, but two lung transplants. And, you know, they said you get a year to five years. And that was 20 years almost ago in science. Um, I, with two lung transplants, I don't even think you get, you know, it's about the same amount of time. You're not going to live that very long, especially as a six-year-old. So that was my story just sharing that part with you guys and I was right there the whole time and in the spiritual sense she's with me every second of the day she was my niece Ashley I always always forget her like a middle name because her mother was Marie and Ashley Ann Ashley Ann Ashley I know you're here and I know you're with me with my sister uncle grandfather i feel them every day so that's my story of my niece ashley ann o'hara way too young here's something i like to share um i do not have tiktok but uh, i want to share this uh for something as simple as a podcast from maria humphreys Hey, Maria, my friend, Positive Vibes here. How are you doing? I hope all is well with you, my friend. Um, I know we stay connected on Instagram and Twitter, which I'm uh, grateful for. Uh, Just going through some notifications here and working on my podcast and my station content. And uh, just listening to your trailer, my friend, um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all the uh, positive energy that you put out to the world. Um, You know, how you keep moving forward and you're just doing your thing you're just trying you're just connecting you're just doing it all right and uh, I say it to so many people just by sharing your story whatever that is at this moment whatever you want to put out to the world it's helped me in so many ways and it must uh, be helping so many other people so again I just want to leave this message for you my friend I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'm really really looking forward to uh, connecting with you soon this is what I'm talking about. Now, okay. To add a flag there. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I, the only social uh, app I don't use is TikTok. I just, I have Instagram and Twitter and, um, which one of my, Instagram, Twitter. God, I gotta really get my stuff together. I have Reddit and uh, Facebook, obviously. Um. I really just started messing around with a WhatsApp app, um, you know, because I really did try to boost my 
show up on Facebook. They had like a, a thing where you could boost boost it up. And I don't know if it's worth it or if I did get more listeners. I mean, I, I tried it, I think, once or twice, but uh, to each his own. But getting away from what I'm actually trying to say here is that it doesn't matter what you're talking about or what the topic is. It could really help somebody out there. And you guys know I've been talking about this for the last, well, <laughs> since pretty much the start of me. But uh, for the last uh, week, I've been really getting into this. Let's get out there and help other podcasters grow. I'm not saying I'm the first person to do this. Uh, listening to Maria right now, which is Strong Body, Strong Soul. Origin. It's the Origin Show. And right now I'm up to episode uh, three. There's two minutes left. Let's talk about energy. And then I'm going on to uh, first live interview. So that's where I'm up to. I mean, she has a ton of episodes, um, you know, and she is what I would call, <laughs> believe it or not, it's my, um, I always forget to turn these things off. That's what I would call, I don't know how many episodes she has in total. But she's definitely up to the level 5 status, you know, or level 2 status when I was doing the levels. You know, what le- what, what makes a podcaster, what makes you a podcaster? And I talked about this. So if this is the first time you're hearing about it, I made like this little level list. This was mostly for me, but if you want to use it, I think that's great. At first, I was all over the place, so I had to redo it. I think she's an elite podcaster. I don't know if she has over a thousand episodes yet, but that's a level two. Elite is very hard to get into. That's a hundred episodes plus, and they gotta be a hundred episodes of at least thirty minutes or more to count as an episode. You might not need to do that with every episode. Some people do five minutes shows, okay. So then you can accumulate whatever amount of shows add up to 30 minutes, and then that would be one episode. So something like that you could do. I'm just now in the, which we call, okay, here's the six is beginner, novice, and then there's a general podcast or somebody just generally podcast, and then there's a uh, advanced podcaster. That's 60 to 80 episodes, same kind of thing, and then there's Elite, which is 100 episodes of 30 minutes plus, I don't even know if I'm there yet, she is 1000% there, and then when you get the Legend Podcast, this is, like I said, this is just for me, when you hit Legend Podcast, that's 1000 episodes, um, yeah, uh, you're probably gonna have a lot of people listening to you, and stuff like that. So, all right, I want to get off of um, Anchor, and I want to read real quick here. I just got a message. This is public. Um, The episode I released yesterday is horrific on audio quality, but I was kind of proud of the holiday perspective, so I released released it anyway. And then she has like a little... uh, 
fuck, there's things that it was an a it was an ex, ex I can't just damn you know what it is? It's my loading. It keeps my battery. Uh, I need a new charger. Let me say that again. I was kind of proud of the holiday perspective, so I released anyway. It was an experiment with moving audio from Clubhouse into Anchor. I've been active on Clubhouse lately. Lots of podcast chats happening, but I'm mainly about helping to make the world a better place. God bless you. It's not... It's not naive to believe your energy can make a difference. Everyone does not need to hear us, but we need to keep pushing buttons literally and figuratively to get to the right people. Um this is this is um amazing um see she you think you're alone i i i'm what i'm going to type here live to her in this so that is to maria humphreys that's what she said and i am now sending that back in if you guys want to know what this is about this is uh on facebook um groups i'm getting so many notifications it's a little difficult for me to keep up with everybody and i am that type of person where okay i have to give somebody 100 percent of my attention all right so with that being said i want to get off of anchor because i don't want to keep talking on anchor i think the audios crap and that's literally what she was talking about it drives me nuts knowing that i'm doing poor audio unless i'm letting you hear something you know of that and um i want to also say i was getting into two right now i'm in the two episodes i'm into uh this is not for you i'm still in the first episode um about halfway through i forget the name of the movie they were talking about uh, definitely a Disney movie, and I like how they're doing their perspective on it, and also now Maria Humphreys. I can only listen to one podcast at a time, but I do have time in between when I'm doing stuff like this, so let me get off this so I can jump on to the next topic, and so on. Um, so here we go. This is Jimmy James saying we'll be right back, and thank you once again uh maria humphreys and everybody else that i just can't name i'll be here all day but i did the uh start of us and life lessons which yeah by the way on life lessons when i did that at night i was just so angry and i was flipping out and i i wasn't even gonna publish it and i was like you know what let me just publish it because i really that's sometimes that's how i want to be on anchor or podcast so you should be any way you feel if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do i'll be right back right after this on to the next life lesson number five you probably forgot what the fuck i'm talking about (laughs) you probably did don't lie 
You probably have to go back and be like, what the fuck was he just talking about? I don't even remember. And I have a list in front of me. Whatever I was just talking about, like, I have to go back and listen sometimes when it's uploading. Or I don't have to. I try not to. But, you know, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I'm going to put this out. And I do. So that leads me to number six. We all have issues. Stop thinking you can change. I'm sorry. Let me read that again because I don't know my own handwriting. We all have issues. Stop thinking you have to change people. Okay? Change comes from within. No matter what you say, it's like that old saying, you could lead a horse to water and all that shit, but you would probably not be able to get him to drink that water unless you have a long conversation about what that water may or may not do. But don't dunk his head in. I think that's the way the saying goes, exactly word for word. No, that is number six, though. Seriously, stop trying to change people, okay? I never... Ever once said in my show, ever, I am trying to change you or something. So let's skip that. I've always said, by the way, um, I just wanted to help reach at least one person. And now I know that I have achieved that goal. I've set myself to something bigger. Number seven. I don't know. This was like, a, I don't know. This is a life lesson. Next, this is all. It's a next door people. Neighbors, your neighbors. I was like, how do you spell neighbors? I'm like, just I'll just put next door people. Next door people. Next door people. Like, I would say I'm from the city. You know, even when I was in the suburbs for a little while. Like, you don't really know your neighbors. You know, like they could be mass murderers. They could be, you know, just people who are getting through the day. J-O-B, just overbroke. Nine to five kind of working it out. Sometimes you might be connected to a house. Sometimes you might live in a single home. That's when houses aren't connected to each other. I actually threw that in an old 911 skit. And I did not know. It was the very first skit, I believe, where that's homes with a home. That's house with an H. You mean you in a home? That are connected to other homes. Like, I don't know where that came from, and I loved it. And this will get on to the next part. Like, but your next-door neighbors, what kind of relationship you have with them? Do you say hello when you go outside? Do you hate your neighbors? I, on both my sides, I am currently in a row, row houses, row houses. I mean, it's not like the city. I'm, like, right outside the city. This is Northeast Philly, by the way, so if you, like, Google map the area, you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, there are, right around the corner, there's homes that are single houses. Well, you could hear more when you are in a row home, houses that are connected to other houses, and you might just be like, wow, I never, I never thought they were that type of people. And then you think to yourself, holy fuck, 
they could hear me too, just like I can hear them. So all the times I was screaming, oh, I wish that, you know, <laughs> I was going to say something really X-rated there, but I pulled myself back, pulled myself off that topic. Pun within puns are fun. But anyway, I, I just kind of got me thinking that's pretty funny. Like, uh, like, oh, I can hear this. Oh my God, this is fucking great. This is crazy. Then you're in there and you're like listening and you're all into it. And like weeks in, you're just like, yeah, it's just them. Like it doesn't even, you know, everybody has problems. But when you're outside and you're in public area with that neighbor, I've had problems with neighbors in the past. I've had good neighbors and then we became worse enemies. Um, all over stupid shit. Mostly, I'm going to say ignorance on my part from me being young. Okay. But to give you a quick reference, what I mean by this, um, the neighbor that we were friends for a while and then we weren't friends anymore over something that was misunderstood because I was on a phone call outside at the middle of the night, which was my fault. 1000%. It was like 12 o'clock. I can't remember, but you know, they were sleeping. I was on a call. I was saying something to my pops about it sounded very suspicious, like there was drug activity, but I was mostly just talking about his VA hospital visit and the drugs that he was getting, you know, for his, uh, he has, uh, nerve damage. He was in, uh, you know, the 82nd Airborne, and I'll get into that with him in another podcast. I wanted to talk to him about that. And uh, anyway, because I honestly do want to get into that aspect. There's not a lot of people around that's been in the 82nd Airborne or in their 60s that have that experience of jumping out of planes. So anyway, getting back to the story. I was good friends with this guy. We'll just call him Guy. So my neighbor Guy would just, you know, the next day, we were friends up until, you know, to my knowledge this point, and then he comes out, I, you know, we're walking, um, walking his kid to school, and, um, well, to the bus, walk to the bus and wait, kids to leave, blah, blah, blah. I sat there and I said, uh, could I bum a cigarette off you, you know? Just, you know, only live right down the street. So I bum a cigarette. And he said, yeah, you know, like, he was kind of weird about it. And I'm like, so with you guy, like, that was weird. Like, never had a problem. And I really don't have people in my life that I disliked. There's maybe two people that I can think of off the top of my head that I really don't like. He became one of those people. Um, all because he automatically judged me after years of knowing me, I would say at least three years of knowing me, and I knew the previous neighbors who used to live there, never had a problem with them, matter of fact, saved the guy's brother from a fire that was started in the house, you know, I came out, and I was up at night, and there was smoke he left something on on the oven, passed out. He was a hard worker, passed out. Shit happens, you know. Saved them. I was that kind of person, okay? Um, you know, just like I told you about the car accident happened in front of my house. Getting off topic, but getting back to what kind of person I would like to be as I grow. And 
this guy's older than me. I'm in my early 20s, you know. He's in his 30s, late 30s. And he really went fucking mental, like a mental case. For instance, um, so he thinks I'm like this drug pusher and all this and whatever, I guess, because of this. Now, as far as drugs go, I already told you guys this story. The worst I've ever did was ecstasy, <clears throat> ecstasy when I was 18. I never did crack, I never did heroin, I, you know, I never did anything big. You know, I never did coke, never did, uh, I don't even drink. You know, alcohol. But I will. If I'm like at a bar, I'll drink. No problem. <clears throat> no problem. I don't really like beer. Anyway, um, so, you know, I kind of told him, yo, this is like before anything crazy happened. I'm like, wow, like this is way misunderstood. I don't understand. I am so sorry that I woke you up. That was 1000% on me. I was so sorry. But things got weird. He would start saying things, mentioning things under his breath, but loud enough for me to hear him. And I'm like, wow. And on the other side, I was in a single home. On the other side, I had a neighbor who was doing drugs. And I talked about this before, how I started doing Percocets. Because I had a back injury at work, and I was like, oh, I want perks for my back. I didn't say that. The doctor gave them to me, and then that's how I started getting on those. I was in my 20s. I was stupid. I really did have a back injury, so I took them. I was on unemployment one time in my whole life. Uh, so I hung out with him sometimes. So me hanging out with him made it look more worse, I guess, in his mind. But the weird shit he did, just giving you one story and that is it. One time, his neighbor, so if you picture yourself, okay, my drug neighbor who was home all the time was to the left. The neighbor guy who I got in a fight with was to my right. Well, guy's neighbor to the right of him, they were selling their house and the people asked me to... um Help them trim their lawn, do stuff like that, whatever. So I started doing all that type of shit. Trimming their yard work, doing all that. And out of nowhere one day, I've noticed him giving me weird looks and saying things. I just let it go. I'm like, dude, I'm just letting this shit go. Okay? He would say he... I for And by the way, for the longest time, I thought he was an ex-cop. That turned out not to be true. This is how fucking crazy it is. And this is why I'm mentioning your neighbors. You never know who they are. Um, there's a lot that I don't want to say because like, hey, you know, this is this person's life. I don't know where he is in his life at the moment. So I don't want to get into too much of this. And this was a long time ago. And I do not hate him anymore. I just still find the whole situation very weird. Not to mention, you know, there was other people in his household that probably had things to say. Now, before any of that happened, before I get into the midst of that story of what really happened, and this is going to get pretty crazy. Um, remember, I was invited into the home with the children, wife, stuff like that. Nothing, you know, normal stuff. Okay, food. Every time he would come out and have a cigarette, before all this happened, he would knock on my door, want to have a cigarette. Yeah, cool. We sat, we bullshitted. That was it. I thought he was like a cool type of character. My kind of friend, my kind of guy. So, guy, one day, I am 
trimming a bush, I have a little hacksaw and trimmers and a trash can next to me. You can see clearly I'm trimming the bush. My back is to Guy's house. So, also I have the, I don't, yeah, I have a radio on. It wasn't really loud or anything. It was daytime, you know, not bothering anybody. This is what I hear. Put, put the, uh, Put the, the fuck was I holding the, 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 the shears? Put the shears down. Put the shears down. But I didn't hear clearly in my head. And I'm like, what? I'm like thinking, I'm looking around like somebody talking to me, but I never turned around at this point. And I'm in the, you know, remember, we're in the suburbs. So I'm like, put the shears down. What the fuck? I turn around and I got a gun at my fucking face, but you know, within 10 feet. It's a cop. So this cop is literally pointing a gun at me. I turn around, I'm like, what? Not from the city, so like, this is not remotely surprising to me. Um, this is probably the only time that I had a gun pointed at me, though, uh, out of a bullshit thing. What happened was, to make this story really short, is that guy called the cops said that I was out there threatening his life and I had a knife and shears and he was scared to go out there. In the meantime, I did say he was a quote-unquote ex-cop, which he was not, which I found out from the cops. And he had guns, which assuming assuming he did because I did see that. So... Which didn't make sense to me after the cop, by the way, I'll give you the end of the story. So the cop, like, realizes, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm like, what? What are you, what are you talking about? And just because you're a cop, I don't give a fuck if you have a gun to me or not. I'm not going to talk to you any differently than if you had, you know, just being disrespectful. So I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, what? So I put the shears down. I did what the cop has. I'm like, what are you, what are you, what are you pointing? I said, what are you, first thing I said was, what the fuck are you pointing a gun at me for? Are you fucking stupid? Like, that's what I said to the cop holding the gun. And he goes, then he starts to lower it. And he goes, all right, walk away from the shears. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what do you think I'm going to do? Pick them up and throw them at you before you can get a gun up and shoot me? Like, what are you thinking? Why would, and like, I'm talking to the cop like this. This is the way I am. I've always been like this. I'm like, what do you, what do you think? I'm going to grab the shears? Fucking ninja style. I, I remember saying something about being a ninja or, or something ninja style and throw them at you before you fly. Like, what am I, faster than a bullet? I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you pointing a fucking gun at me? So then I think this cop, and this is before I knew any parts of the story, and this cop only knew what he heard, starts to lower the gun. He's like, Can just just come over here. I I, I don't quite understand so i found that i he called the cops and said that you know i threatened his life and all this shit this guy i'm threatening his life supposedly ex-cop has a gun i have shears shears maybe a knife or whatever to cut uh, not knife like the little shears i had big shears and the little shears that trim to trim the hedges or whatever all this with a bush that i'm doing turned into all this and this is just one story this is why I say, and I use the word hate, I hated this guy because of what he said and how he lied. Now, 
I was an honest guy. So after all this is done, I'm sitting with like 10 cops and we're just joking around. So I'm like, this dude's a fucking, cr-. like, I don't know. I, like, I don't know. This dude's a fucking nut job. Like, I don't know. He's nuts. I'm going to go in, but I'm going to first finish up that bush and then blah, blah, blah. And then that's it. So I was like, and then I said something funny. I had the cops laughing, blah, blah, blah. That's the way it is. You, that, I think that's what pisses people off the most. I kind of figured that out as I got older too. When you have that personality that draws people in, you're, you're automatically, you, you're not going to say automatically. Some people automatically will just not like you. The thing is, I never had that problem because I was always like that with everybody. And I feel, terrible if I can't give you my full attention and I also feel blessed and I feel like I'm not deserving sometimes of people's attention or love like when I have people put their voice my voice uh message on a podcast as simple as that like with Marie Humphreys and how she did that and how she said about what I was talking about, how that got through to her was like really just wow. And the power of were the power of words. If you really do mean what you're saying from your soul, I would say from the heart, but I believe it comes from deeper than that. Something that is there's not there's not words that are invented yet to tell you. So Sorry about that. I just kind of got not a little emotional. I actually was running out of breath. <laughs> no, but um, you know, when you're saying that from somebody uh to somebody from you know the soul, and they they could feel that you mean it, and you're you're genuine in what you're saying, and you're authentic. That's all that matters. So that's what. When I was saying how I was making the cops laugh, well, that's going to be number eight coming up next. How to be funny without trying. Well, that's tough to explain, but I'll do my best on this last part of life lessons or whatever the hell I'm calling it. Be right back after this with the last part and then some goofy stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my attempt at humor. So humor me while I try to humor you. And at the end of this, I'll have a special throwback to one of my legendary comedians, George Carlin. But before I get into that, I want to spend one or two minutes, no more, because I don't feel like uploading extracting <sighs> fascinating fascinating stuff so um george Crom, okay one of his stand-up specials was on uh the jimmy dean show the Jimmy Dean, D-E-A-N, show, which is weird because I didn't know who Jimmy Dean was and until I started doing podcasting. So one time I was typing in my show on 
Bing or fucking Google and I typed in the Jimmy James. You know, I came up because I put my name incorrectly, but it says, did you mean Jimmy Dean? And then I went and I looked it up. I'm like, oh, this dude was a famous, basically like a Johnny, like a Johnny Cash and, or, uh, you know, Jay Leno. Hi, folks. Jay Leno. I'm not, you know, <clears throat> sorry. I am a little, my, uh, feels like I just swallowed the desert. So just give me a second. I'm going to grab a sip here. So Jimmy Dean. And then you got Jimmy James. And there's a lot of them. But there's really like two. <clears throat> wow. There's really like two famous. The Jimmy something and other show. And that was Jimmy Dean. And there was also an artist. I don't really know much about that. <clears throat> so getting back into George Crumb, he did stand up back in 1965 on tape. Before that, he did a little bit of radio. You could look this up anywhere. This is more for anybody's enthusiasm, if they already know, or a little bit of nostalgic, a nostalgia. Or if you're younger and you don't know who he is, look him the fuck up. Anyway, um, um, and then I just thought really, uh, really quickly, spend another minute on this because I'll let you hear it after this little thing I'm going to do. Think about how long this great comedian has been around. Okay, he started back, the exact date I don't know, I could easily look that up myself. I was trying to find out, but you figure in the 50s, probably practicing, you know, he did tell the story of how he would go on to, you know, he would stand around and do like um, comedy bits in the neighborhood or whatever. So... Let's say his first appearance that I know of is 1964, 1965 on the Jimmy Dean show. Okay, <clears throat> now let's do this. 65, okay, 75, 1975, 1985. Right off the bat, that's 20 years. I was born in 82. That's 20 years of him doing comedy, and I was only three years old. 20 years plus. So he was doing comedy longer than I was born. And I was only three at 85 since he did the Jimmy Dean show. At 1995, he did one other famous show um, in New York. You guys know what I'm talking about. One of his best performances probably ever. One of, out of three, of that I could think off of the top of my head. Then we go to 2005 and then 2015. Okay, We'll stop there. How many years is that? 75, 85, 95, 2005, 2015. That's 50 years plus. 50 years plus of comedy. Comedy. This guy was the definition of comedy. So if you want to learn how to be funny, go watch him from his first skits and bits which I really can't even say that his shit was skits or a bit because he spoke the truth. And that's what I was saying earlier about how I would sit back and like laugh at it, but also really think like, wow, that is so fucking true. It's not funny, but it is funny. 
And then, out of respect of his name, became some of the greatest ever legends out there, which I have already named plenty of times. So I hope that gives you an idea how to be funny. And it's hard to explain, but um, if you feel like you are in that world of like a TV series show called Crashing, check that out. Um, that might be up your alley. Also watch All the Greats. But seriously, start with uh, Carl and then go with him. Okay, so enjoy this little skit I put together for you for JC. JC. Jesus Christ, I'm going nuts. GC. Initials GC, George Carl. Uh, from his earliest stuff I could find. Uh, it's not going to be in the greatest quality, but hey. Um. This is my Christmas gift to you to find some of this shit and put it on. So that is what I was getting on to is I'm doing this little bit of George Carlton. And then I am out, folks. And then, oh, also one more thing. I was trying to do a story <laughs> of uh, how to be funny. And I was trying to do like a story in my head in that moment. I really was. And... I just had to stop. Actually, one, a buddy of mine came here. Chris, shout out to Chris. What's up? Thanks if you're listening. And uh, I had to stop it right, right at near the end of it. So I didn't get to finish it, but it's on there. Hey, I mess up. I'm not perfect. That's why I have blooper reels. All right, so on with the rest of this. Turn it up for George Carlin. And like always, take care of yourselves and one another. And a much appreciated thank you to everybody. Marie Humphreys, thank you for putting me on one of your episodes as a highlighted holiday bonus with Jimmy James. Amazing. Thank you. Take care. And peace out. Yay! I'll tell you that the worst thing you can say about a comedian introducing him is to say he's very, very funny. But that's exactly what I'm going to say about the guy that I'm about to introduce. I met him for the first time in the offices of the writers on our television show. And he doesn't look like a comedian, but he is a funny, funny man. And we have just had much fun. He's the only guy that gets the guys out behind the camera. And that's why we get some bad shots while he's working, friends. Say hello to George Carlin, please. You know, it's a nice thing for the people to come out and join us here in the theater, and they're most enthusiastic, and they're very generous with their applause and laughter. But they miss something when they're here. Uh, they, they don't get to see the evening news when they come out to visit the show. And it's really, you know, they're not quite so well informed as they would have been had they stayed home and watched uh, Brankley Hentley. Uh, <laughs> Uh, who, and I just thought it would be nice, and I know that you were in radio for a while, right? right? Yes. I thought it would be nice if perhaps you could uh, kind of fill the folks in on the happenings. <laughs> well, I think you're lucky. Yes? 
just happen to have a copy of Would the you Evening believe that, News friend? Here. Would you believe that? I say, a copy of the Evening News. All right. Now, here with the news is Bill Bulletin. Good evening, once again. The big hand is on the five, the little hand is on the six, and it's time for the 11 o'clock report. First of all, the headlines, Russia and the United States are at war. Missiles have been fired by both sides. Moscow, New York, and London are in flames. Details on these and other stories in just a moment. After this, after this word about your breath. Say, nurse, what was the name of that good-tasting red mouthwash the dentist gave me? Oh, that was Muscatel. He's a wino. <laughs> Now back to the news. Well, another senseless killing today as police discovered the body of Irving Senseless lying in his home. <laughs> Mr. Senseless was charged with loitering, and uh, his wife was charged with littering. In labor news today, longshoremen walked off the piers. Rescue operations are continuing. <laughs> News from the film capital. Hollywood is in the news tonight as another sensational divorce trial comes to an end. International film star sex symbol Levitra Schwartz was today <laughs> awarded a divorce from her actor, singer, coal miner husband, Sid Bad Guy. <laughs> the uh, divorce was held up pending the legality of the couple's Peruvian marriage following her Mexican divorce from a Chinese cat. <laughs> it's the third divorce for the 15-year-old film queen. <laughs> For Sid, it's his 14th. Custody of the children went to Sid. This makes 117 children. <laughs> Despite the several shooting incidents, it had been considered an ideal marriage. <laughs> now, here's Biff Burns with the sports news. Good evening, sport fans. Biff Burns here in the Biff Burns Sportlight Spotlight. Spotlighting sports in the Sportlight Spotlight. <laughs> First of all, a baseball trade. The San Francisco Giants today traded outfielder Willie Mays to the New York Mets in exchange for the entire Mets team. <laughs> the Giants will also get 300 minor league players to be named later, $100,000 in cash, two Eskimos, and a kangaroo. <laughs> Today's football, Texas 28, Texas Tech 14, Texas State Teachers 41, East Texas State Teachers 13, Northeast Texas State South Teachers College 21, and Southeast Texas Yellow Cats at 20. <laughs> Here's the surprise, fans. Army 26, Vassar nothing. How <laughs> closer than it looked, the Mexican hockey scores. <laughs> Mexican hockey scores, Matamoros 21, Yucatan 19. Sounds like a real Donnybrook. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever they call it down in Mexico. Now, quickly to basketball scores. We are running late. 125 to 113, 131 to 135. <laughs> and in a real close one, 99 to 98. That's it. Here's a partial score, Cincinnati 4. <laughs> Along from Biff Burns, we turn you over now for your weather to Al Sweet, the hippy dippy weatherman. Hey, baby, what's happening? <laughs> Al Sweet here, your hippy dippy weatherman with all the hippy dippy weather. First of all, the pollen count from Long Island Jewish Hospital. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Uh -huh. <laughs> now, if you'll take a look at our weather map over here. <laughs> You'll notice that this warm front extends from Virginia to Tennessee with all the love that's in you. <laughs> okay, the radar's picking up a line of thunder showers from Utica, New York to Middletown. 
However, the radar is also picking up a squadron of Russian ICBMs, so I wouldn't sweat the thunder showers. <laughs> Tonight's low, 25 degrees, tomorrow's high, whenever I get up. Ah. <laughs> Forecast is partly fair and breezy, occasionally lightly mild and hot, with partly cloudy, higher inland, gusting up to 50 miles an hour. There will be no weather tomorrow in Philadelphia at all. <laughs> That's it from our street to hippie tippy. All right, guys, that was George Carlin on the Jimmy Dean Show. Just wanted to give you that treat. Also, a little bonus coming up. So I just wanted to jump to... Oops, sorry about that. I just wanted to jump to 1965. 1965 to one of his more closer to us, but closer to 1965. So I would say right about in the middle. Here's George Carlin on the NRA. Thank you very much. There are some more people with missing chromosomes who ought to be thrown screaming from a helicopter. <laughs> gun enthusiasts, you know? Oh, yeah, I'm a gun. I'm a gun enthusiast. Oh, yeah, well, I'm a blowjob enthusiast. <laughs> you want to see me shoot? Cock this, and I'll discharge a load for you. And I'm not against guns. I'm not one of those mindless Hollywood cocksuckers. I'm not against guns. I'm not against bullets. I'm not even against people shooting each other. Shit, shooting somebody's part of the American dream. I don't care who it is. Parents, teachers, kids, fuck them. Let them get shot. Doesn't bother me. But speaking of mindless Hollywood cocksuckers, before Charlton Heston became president of these dickless lunatics in the NRA, they had a different guy. Had a different guy. He's still one of their major spokesmen. His name is Wayne LaPierre. What kind of a name for a gun nut is Wayne LaPierre? Doesn't this sound a little fruity to you? Hi, I'm Wayne. I'm a gun person. Bang, bang. You know what this prick's name ought to be? Biff Webster. Spud Crowley, a man's name, Chuck Steak. And last but not least, George Carlton, full of shit, nuts, or stupid? Let's find out. Well, I know some people don't like you to talk about those things. I know that. Some people don't like you to mention certain things. Some people don't want you to say this. Some people don't want you to say that. Some people think if you mention some things, they might happen. Some people are really fucking stupid. <laughs> Did you ever notice that? How many really stupid people you run into during the day? God damn, there's a lot of stupid bastards walking around. Carry a little pad and pencil with you. You wind up with 30 or 40 names by the end of the day. Look at it this way. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. <laughs> and it doesn't take you very long to spot one of them, does it? Take you about eight seconds. 
You'll be listening to some guy. He's saying, this guy is fucking stupid. <laughs> then, then there are some people, they're not stupid, they're full of shit. <laughs> huh? That doesn't take very long to spot either, does it? Take you about the same amount of time. You'll be listening to some guy and saying, well, he's fairly intelligent. Ah, he's full of shit. Then there are some people, they're not stupid, they're not full of shit, they're fucking nuts! <laughs> Dan Quayle is all three! All three! Stupid, full of shit, and fucking nuts! This is Jimmy James saying have a great holiday. This is me <clears throat> putting on my headset Steel Series X Arctic Sevens Nine No, it's a seven. Seven's supposed to be better. Here we go. Let's see if you can tell the difference from this to that. Just like that, magically. One jack, one plug will get you where you want to be accordingly professionally i learned these words in the fourth grade apparently and i'm putting them together like i'm some kind of master oh i could keep going on but then i'll be like i'll be losing the crowd of witches podcasting when will i figure out that i am retarded semi Retarded. I say that word lightly, but also strongly to me. Podcasting is everlasting. I really do sound better when I put words together in Audiolab Pro, twist them up. You never know what you're going to get, like Forrest Gump said in that movie quote. As far as Gump sitting on a bench with a black lady who did not look any which way like, why is this white man talking to me? This is weird. So many things were going on in that scene. I was too young to understand, but looking back at it now, I'm like, she's probably just getting comfortable in that town. And this white guy just goes, off ours. Forrest, Forrest Gump. Babe, you could call me Forrest. I'll do this on audio, lad. Make it funnier. Sound better. Hey, guys. What's up? <clears throat> hey, I'm a little, uh, horse dry mouth. I, uh, took a little break in between. Oh, God. Actually, it took me... I was supposed to drop this episode Wednesday, so this is 
Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, and now it's Thursday. This is the last part of this episode. Um, I'm just tired, but just not, 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 nothing to do with podcasting. Just, um, life. Honestly, I'm taking on more than I can handle and trying to listen to other people's podcasts and, Hey, I followed you, and I'll follow you back. Listen, if I haven't got to you, I promise I will. Um, I'm just uh, just a little bit uh, gassed out, but, you know, like everybody, just got to refuel. I think uh, I'm not physically tired, and I'm not mentally tired. I think I'm just... I need something new, something different topics wise so my last part was how to be funny without trying well that's tough to explain i've said that the last part of my note here is that well that's something that can't be taught but like all great comedians even semi-decent ones people that consider themselves funny, fast, the gift of gap, they're fast, they're fast with it, that's the way I would say it, you're fast with it, it means you're fast with a thought, you know, um, when I was younger, sometimes I would spit out shit that made no sense, it's, it was a, it was a bad and a good habit, I guess, because it taught me how to think fast, now, most people do have this, but they're hesitant and they either overthink what they're going to say or they just don't say anything at all. And if they do say it, it's very rare that they say anything and that it's like, ha, huh, huh, Bill said something. Oh, that guy, Bill, he'll, he'll crack you up every once in a while. But Bill's not the life of the party kind of guy. I don't want to be that guy either, the life of the party. I don't think I ever really was the life of the party. I think I was more like the bullshitter at the party. Walk in, just see all these people like, ah, this is great. They're drinking, they're, you know, just fucking living life. I'm on my seventh beer, don't you go to catch up? And all that was like, yeah, I guess, I I don't know. Uh, you got any of this? Any of that? Alcohol, to me, was like, yeah, I just drank because everybody else was. But I was that guy walking around with two pictures in your hand. Sorry about that. I'm fixing my goddamn phone. My charger is just going off the rails. For some reason, it's not charging. I thought, oh, there's a bad charger. It wind up being my phone that's not picking up a good charge. What do you do about that? What do you do when it's not the charger? It's the charge part in the phone itself. It needs to, like, lock in better. Anyway. Anyway. I gotta make a fucking podcast show just called Anyway. Getting way off subject. Jesus Christ, what's my... I think uh, the heat is up to, like, 103 because I'm starting to melt in my chair... I'm trying to get semi-comfortable while I'm telling this last bit. I wanted to do a 10-minute, 15-minute how to be more funny. Well, 
Let's say you are that shy guy or gal sitting at the bar stool, listening, 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 listening to other people talk about their daily happenings and the conversation is round and about and it's coming to you. What do you say? What do you do? Do you say something funny but true? Do you just put a bunch of random words, random words together? Hopefully they stick like, what was that? Elmer's glue? What was it? Elmer's glue. The glue, it was like the, it was like a can, a can. It was a bottle of white glue in school. What happened to whiteout? Who uses whiteout? Weird stuff that people don't use. So let's say you're getting this conversation going. Oh, this guy at work the other day jumped right off the building. Yeah. So I'll kill himself. Who was it? It was Pete. Pete, an accountant? Yeah, Pete, an accountant. The guy was like, uh, he was pretty funny. I guess he wasn't that happy though. Uh, apparently he, uh, Wanted to end it early. Man, something happened in his life. Did something happen? Did somebody die? Uh, did, did, what, what happened? Does anybody know? Well, uh, I, I think I heard that he, uh, he wanted to be a comic and uh, some of the, um, the bosses that are in the hierarchy, anarchy of this world were there. And, uh, they, they were shaking their heads in disbelief because he made jokes about where he worked and he mentioned the place of his employment. And when he found out about that and he looked into their eyes, into their soul of the, of the bosses who maintain his real paycheck, he knew right then that he was going to be done for. He had no money and... Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Bob, how do you know all about this? Well, I was his secret lover. I was there that night. They also caught us giving each other blowjobs in the bathroom, unexpected. Wasn't supposed to be part of the joke, but I did get some of it on his shoes. <laughs> You're joking, right? Pete wasn't that kind of guy. He had a wife and a kids. Apparently, uh, apparently, uh, they were adopted, uh, some Asian chick, and the kids were adopted from Ethiopia. Fat little fuckers from Ethiopia. E e Ethiopia. Uh, hard workers, that's all I know. Really didn't know them. Little Ricky and Johnny. Such wonderful kids. I just thought you said you didn't know them there. I kind of did, kind of didn't. Kind of situation where I kind of like, picked out the kids that this guy Pete was getting or my my late fiance. Well, what do you mean fiance? What are you talking about? He was married. How could he be a fiance be married? Well, that's traditional bullshit in this world that people believe in, you know, like till death do you part and all this stuff. We didn't believe in that. Pieces of paper. Look at me. I got a PhD in brain surgery. <laughs> my paper says I I can do this. I printed out a paper last week that says I am absolutely batshit crazy, but nobody believes me! And then the roundabout comes to you. 
So, Pete killed himself because he thought he did a bad skit at his comedy bit place. Also, the bosses were there. They were shaking their head in disbelief because you believe that Pete believed that this joke or skit did not work with the material he was doing. Plus, they then walked into the bathroom and the other part of the joke was it was all over your shoes. Have a holy jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Say hello to friends below and... Ah, fuck me, I got a... What do you do under the mistletoe, kids?